Welcome to the Life at Full Blast podcast. I am so excited you're here and ready for your most extraordinary life. I used to escape all the mental turmoil and the spinning by seeking solutions outside of myself. I have lived through that chaos and I see you. I see you fighting and struggling. This is the place to be to find your direction so that you can decide what's next. It's time to stop making your outside circumstances the reason that you can't have what you want. You're in the driver's seat. This is the place to learn what direction to go. I cannot wait to introduce my next guest. This woman, I met her in Las Vegas, and she is a powerhouse. When you read her bio, just check out the show notes of this show. When you read the amount of things that she has achieved in her in your life, you might think that she's an alien, but I'm pretty sure she's not. Welcome to the show, Havila Malone. I'm so excited you are here today. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting to be with my now honored sister. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. So, okay, I just got to dive right in here because, I mean, looking at your bio, you graduated from college at the age of 19 with not one, but two degrees. And you went on to manage a $160 million company right after that at the age of 19. I was 21 by the time I was uh, managing that company or that piece of Hewlett Packard's business. And actually the youngest uh, at the time I was a district sales manager. And so my clients were like Best Buy and Walmart and, you know, like major retailers uh, spanning four states. And so it was a really uh, an amazing privilege. Like I was the kind of person who I wanted to get out of school (laughs) because I felt like (laughs) my real life would start on the other side of school. Mm-hmm. And so once I made that determination and and that's the power of making a decision of yeah. something that you want, even if you don't know how to do it, it's deciding what you want. When oh I decided I wanted right. <laughs> I decided I was ready to get out of school and I wanted to do it the fastest, most efficient way possible. And so I found ways to get additional credits to be able to graduate as quickly as possible. And then when I started college at 16, I found classes I could test out of. Like I went to the council and I was like, how can I get through this as quickly as possible? (laughs) And so I did the research to find out. And so I tested out of a lot of the courses and then took full loads all semesters and I had a plan. And so we literally just have to do the research to find out how to get the thing that we want. But once you make the decision, the resources start to show up. The people start to show up. The answers start to show up because the universe is conspiring to give you what you want. Amen, sister. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So true. Um, and yeah, I love that you bring up that making a decision because I think that's one of the big things is we're either afraid to make a decision or afraid we're going to make the wrong decision. What if we get it all wrong? Right. Can you speak to that a little bit of like in all these decisions you've made in your life? How do you trust yourself? Mm, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> now that is a great question. Uh, because 
I did not always like fully trust myself. Mm. And I believe that we are brought into this existence. So first of all, my belief is that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Yes. So we are so much more than these beautiful meat suits that we get to occupy <laughs> during yeah. this journey. Yeah. And so we have within us an internal guidance system. We have within us that intuition, that voice that is guiding us. Uh, don't do that. Or mm. yes, do that right now. Well. So a lot of times, Times it's about listening to that voice and coming to trust that because the systems that are in place, whether that be through family, through religion, through school, are not really set up to have us trust ourselves, it's to trust things outside of ourselves. And so I had to recondition myself to learn to trust that internal guidance and trust that voice um, because that was stripped away from me at a very young age because of my own experience being molested in my youth. And so I definitely, I, I didn't trust other people nor me. And so it was a rebuilding of that through my own self-development journey. Um, so I think, and we've all experienced some type of trauma or issue within our lives, no matter what it is, everybody's experienced something. So we have to do the work to heal ourselves so that that voice gets louder and then we start to actually act on the things that that voice is telling us because that is guiding us towards the life that we want and the life we deserve. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. You are definitely speaking my language here. hundred uh, percent. This is like all the things I teach to my clients. So I love that so much. And you know, I love that you brought up that, you know, I've never experienced a human being in my 42, almost 43 years at the time of this recording that hasn't experienced trauma in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, you shared a little bit about your story growing up. We've all had these things, but how would you um, express to somebody, you know, somebody who's going through trauma or has experienced trauma and hasn't done the healing work, how would you maybe point them in the right direction of how to deal with that so that they can have that life on the other side? Absolutely. I think the first and most important thing is the voice that we have within our own head. Mm -hmm. That voice is one that we have to shift and transform. And so maybe it's hard for you to do that on your own. So it's imperative that you read and you're like, okay, but I don't like reading. Okay. Get an audio book, allow the reading to be done for you or get into a group and surround yourself with people who are on the same path as you. You're listening to this podcast right now in this very moment because there's something that you want and you want more for your life and you're actually taking action to get information to feed that part of yourself. Don't stop. Because once you get a tool, you get something of action to take, you feel inspired to do something, take the action. Because then that's telling the universe, it's telling your internal guidance system, oh, that's what we want. Oh, that's what we need to work in harmony with. Cool. Now we can keep moving forward. And it's one step at a time. One step at a time. Yeah. Oh my God. So true. I love that so much because, you know, I've worked in the spiritual realm for quite some time now. And a lot of times I hear this language of, well, when it's time, or if the universe wants me to have it, I will have it. Um, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And th there is some truth to that. And yet you can't just sit on your patio and stare at butterflies and hope like hell that somebody hands it to you on a silver platter. 
<laughs> well, here's the thing. There are universal laws at play. And one of those laws is the law of attraction, which is you getting into the frequency and to alignment with the thing that you want. You get into that state of belief and feeling so that it is magnetized to you. But there's also the law of action. Yeah. So once that thing comes and you need to respond and do something to move that forward. So it's not just, let me just, you know, sit down and yeah, meditate, get into that internal place, call that forth to you, but then do something when it shows up. Exactly. <laughs> Even my cat is really excited. Can you hear him yelling? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So one of the hashtags you use, I love this so much. Be proof of what's possible. Tell me about that. Oh my, I feel like that is my mantra for life, my mission in life. Like my, my purpose in this life is to be a catalyst for positive change in over 2 billion people's lives. <laughs> and the only way for me to do that is to be proof of what's possible. Like we're beyond the time where it's like, oh, you just preach to me and tell me what it is I should do or whatever. No, you go and do your healing work. Me, I need to go and do continue to do my healing work. And as I am transformed, guess what? That helps to transform others. That helps to make the things that I say stick with others because I am proof that it is possible. And, and, and I give that to everybody, you be proof of what's possible. Don't tell me because I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I'm too tall, I'm too short. What? Because what? there's examples out there of people who have done what you want to do. So it's possible for you too. And even if nobody's done it, it means it's for you to do and then lead the way. Exactly, because if you can have the idea, then it means it's possible thousand percent you cannot have a thought that is not possible to bring to fruition you would not be able to bring the thought form in if it wasn't possible and and i love the word impossible because it literally says i'm possible right <laughs> <laughs> the play on words is awesome yeah <laughs> you know i'm catching a theme through our whole conversation of no excuses don't, you can't say you're too old or you're too short or you're too tall. I mean, maybe you can't be an NBA, NBA all-star if you're four feet tall. That's I mean, uh, Spud, was it Spud? Uh, what's the guy, the Spud guy or whatever? Wasn't he like four feet something or five? Like, he was like super short. No excuses. Like, no, no. <laughs> possible if you really, really want to. And, you know, what I see in the work that you do in being number one best-selling author of multiple books, of being a now honors recipient, right? Um, <laughs> just the, everything that you're doing, producer, actress, three times best-selling author, author, you don't get there if you're making excuses. Mm. I'm certain that your life has not been all rainbows and kittens. Good God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you get yourself past those excuses? Because I'm sure even now you hear the excuses in your head. Our, that's how our brains do operate. But what do you do when you hear that little voice in your head and that you go, do you just kind of say, not today, friend? Or how, how do you deal with that? Yeah, I look for evidence of the contrary. Mm-hmm. Because, and that's what, you know what? 
what I appreciate about social media <laughs> is the ability to go back in time and see where you've come from and the things that you've accomplished. It's almost like a record keeper of life events. And because I'm very um, active and like posting and sharing things that are going on uh, because I like to show people proof of what's possible. Yeah. Um, it also serves as inspiration for me because like memories will come up and I'm like, holy, I totally forgot I even did that. Like what? Well, I was like, dang, she live a good life. Like, she mm -hmm. <laughs> And so like that helps me as I'm stepping into new spaces and doing things that I've never done before where I have, you know, maybe fear or doubt around it or a lack of self-confidence in some areas that, you know what, I may not know how to do this right now, but it's come to me because it's supposed to be accomplished through me. So I'll figure it out. And I know that the universe is conspiring to give me everything that I need to accomplish this. So let me sit here and realign my thoughts to be in harmony with this thing. And especially when it comes to like a project or something, I like to visualize it. I like to see, like say if I'm gonna have a meeting with somebody, I like to sit down and visualize that meaning in detail, like walking into, like getting prepared for the meeting, you know, putting my makeup on, picking out the right outfit, you know, doing, getting my notes together, you know, uh, walking into the restaurant, meeting the, the hostess and being like led to the seat, sitting down in this beautiful environment, seeing the person, what the conversation is, us laughing, us having fun, then being like, oh my God, that's brilliant. Yes, I wanna work with you. You know, like, I, I, like I well, and then that's really, it's an NLP tool, which is neuro-linguistic programming. And it's about forward planning. It's it's forward projecting what the, the outcome that you want for your life or for a specific situation. And we have the ability because whatever we focus on, that's what grows. Whatever we get energy to, that's what grows. So if I keep giving energy to a yes, a yes, a yes, guess what? I'm gonna get a yes. Get a yes. Even. Even if in that particular meeting that transpires, I don't get a yes. Mm -hmm. I already know at some point I will. Yes. Yes. So you just got a yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I love that so much. Yeah. And you know, it's, it, you can't make excuses. You just got to align your mind. I love when you're sharing the story about social media being a tool to look back on your life. Mm. Um, I remember years ago, I made a decision that I was going to be a public speaker. I had no idea what that looked like, but the universe led me to this inspired action to do a Facebook Live every single day for four years straight. I ran out of things to talk about, man. I was pulling tarot cards on Facebook Live just to go live because I was like, I'm doing this. I was committed, right? <laughs> well, I go back and well, my social media got hacked long since, so I don't have those videos anymore, but I used to go back to that very first Facebook live. Most people would delete it. No, well, I left it up because it was awful. But every <laughs> time I would go back to it, I'd be like, oh, look at how far I've come. Because back then I was behind the scenes. I was a virtual assistant. I was the tech girl that nobody ever saw your face. And then now you put a camera in front of my face and I'm like, hey. <laughs> I'm so, it, even that, 
what you just said, because I, I swear to you, two days ago, I'm in a store and the line was long. I was like, man, we not even to the holidays yet. And these lines are already this long. And so I'm just like, okay. So me and my friend were just like talking, chatting, sharing stories or whatever, as we like slowly making our way up this line. And, and it was almost, it was a life lesson. Cause I'm like, sometimes you have a destination that you want to go to. Mm-hmm. You're not getting there as fast as you want to get there but you're making progress and you can fill that moment and that time with something empowering, something that is fulfilling as you're making your way there. And by the time we got all the way up to the front of the line, I meet eyes with the cashier and she was like, you finally made it up here. And I was like, girl, I know I'm for real. I was all the way in the back of that line. Right. And she was like, look back at how far you've come. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, ma'am, that is a whole word right there. Right? Like that is a whole word, not just for this long line that we just came through, but in life period. Cause you can look back and see where you have come from and where you are now. And for a lot of people, they are living the life that they envision having way back then. Yeah. And it's possible for everyone. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I think a lot of the change can happen in that reflection because you may see, oh, I'm not taking action. I'm not installing these habits that are going to get me there. Oh, I didn't do my Facebook live for like a week. Maybe I should get back on board with that habit or whatever your habits that you're wanting to install, right? Like I used to have a habit of snorting cocaine up my nose, not the healthiest habit. But now when I look back, I've got one of these beautiful now awards on my desk, right? And so when I look back, I go, damn, I did the work. I did that. And it helps you to celebrate yourself, but it also helps you to keep going forward, as you mentioned. And it also helps you to really embody who you've become. Mm. And I want to say something too about what happens when the opportunities don't work out for you. Mm-hmm. What happens when the doors don't open for you? Mm-hmm. I remember um, there was two projects that I was uh, auditioning for. And one was for this um, series, like a television series, like a, a reality show. And the other was for a feature film. And I was really excited about both. And I'm just like, no, I want to do like both of these. It would be like amazing. And I did not move forward with the feature film. And then I had no word about what was going on with the television series. And so I was just like, dang, like, <laughs> okay. Damn it. <laughs> I'm <working> right now. <laughs> and what ended up happening was that closed door on that feature film because it it honestly it didn't perform well at the box office like it didn't do very very well um but i ended up getting uh, becoming a part of the cast of the show and so we ended up doing an entire season of that show and i'm just like wow had i gotten that film i wouldn't have been able to do the show yes that door had to close so that i could step into this other door yeah and so you have to realize that sometimes closed doors are actually blessings in disguise. Yes. I was just having this conversation earlier today of, you know, I'm always, I don't see problems. I only see opportunities. And if we look at 
the way the human brain works, we can only perceive 0.01% of our physical reality with the naked eye. 99.999% of our world is unseen. We can feel it, we can sense it. We have no clue what's really going on in there because we can't see it. And so we don't know that it's real. We can't actually predict what's going to unfold. There's a lot we don't have control over. But if we look at a quote unquote problem and say, well, that's all I can see, then guess what? You're just going to create more problem. But if you look at the problem and go, well, that's only 0.01%, there's 99.999% other possibilities, then your mind starts looking for possibilities and starts seeing the other doors. Yes. Oh my God. On that the the fact that our brains of how they work and what we are able to perceive uh, because we are deletion distortion and generalization creatures right we put everything into a box so that it makes sense and that we can process all of these 200 and i think it's uh, 214 million bits of information that are coming at us at once and yeah. we only can process a fraction of that mm-hmm. and i had an experience of, I had done an ayahuasca ceremony years ago, and I remember come, going outside during the ceremony, looking up at the night sky and literally seeing a magnetic grid over the sky right. that yeah. looked like a fisherman's net. And right. I was like, am I not? <laughs> it's like, and then why have I never seen this before? Like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Years later, I'm doing some research about the Stanford study on remote viewing. Mm -hmm. I go to the NASA website and guess what I find? Something called the magnetosphere. And when they showed the rendering of what it would look like, it looked exactly like what I saw with my physical eyes. And it was such a testament of there's so much information and so much that's out there beyond what we perceive on our conscious level, in our normal senses, when we are in a, our normal state of mind. So it's not that it's not possible, it's you just can't perceive it. So you do have to rely upon faith. You do have to believe in the unseen. And I love, and I think it was like, it was like Joel Osteen who said this in his book, I Declare. He said, faith and fear require the same thing for you to believe in an outcome that has not yet happened. Yep. So why fear it? Like it's this, it takes the same amount of energy, it takes the same focus, it takes the same exact thing to fear it or have faith in it. Cause you don't know, so you might as well have faith and get what you want. Oh, so good. I love that quote so much. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel like I could talk to you all day long. <laughs> you know, that's how we are. I want to ask you a couple more questions. First off, you've got a lot of projects on the go. You know, there's this whole work-life balance thing that we talk about all the time. How do you get it all done without burning out? Yeah. Well, I guess I don't really subscribe to the word balance. Yeah, me neither. Um, Because, I mean, it's it's a beautiful word and it embodies a lot of really cool things. But in real, realistically, it's not really about balance. For me, it's about finding harmony. Yeah. And so I find harmony between all the things that I do and make sure they're all in alignment. Mm-hmm. And, and that way, my energy is always moving in one direction. 
So even with my like choice of career and the things that I do for work, like I love them. And so it's fueling for me. Like, I'm not like, a lot of people are like, oh my God, it's Monday. Like, oh, I'm like, oh my God, it's freaking Monday. Like, I cannot wait. <laughs> you know, so like I get excited about being able to do what it is that I've chosen to do with my life because it's been a choice. Um, so that. And then too, I do, I get pulled in a lot of directions. There's a lot of people who want a lot of things from me um, and having to like perform or show up and deliver. And so I do take out the time for my own personal care and my own self-care because I am, I guess, technically an introverted extrovert. So I charge internally. I charge in my shell by myself, like in the quiet, under, like, like with a book, exactly <laughs> with a book in a, in a by a fireplace, like that's or on the beach somewhere, just like but by myself. <laughs> but like what I do, you know, requires me to you know be with people, and I love being with people, but that's not where I charge internally. Mm-hmm. So that is an expansion of energy. So I make sure that I take time. And sometimes that comes down to saying no. Like I get invited to things all the time. In fact, I was supposed to, I was invited, not supposed to, because I get to do things. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to do things. Uh, so I was invited to um, some events tonight. And I was just like, no, like I, I need to take this time to like recharge my battery and work on some of the things that I need to get done, you know, uh, in regards to the projects I have on my table right now. So it's about finding harmony between the things that you're doing. And when you have a goal and you know what you want, then you can always make a decision that's in alignment with that goal. If it's not moving me towards that goal and it's like redirecting me away, then that's a no. Yeah. Yes. And it's okay for it to be a no. And it's okay for you to choose you as opposed to putting other people before you and choosing them. It's like when you go to a plane, the safety regulations tell you to put the face mask on you first and then assist others. If you're about to pass out, you can maybe help one or two people and then that's it. But if you have a consistent supply of oxygen, you're giving from your overflow, you can help a multitude of people. Yes. Oh my gosh. Somebody gave me this analogy the other day because we've always heard this expression, you know, uh, make sure your cup is full before you give, right? But somebody gave me this analogy the other day and I was like, that's brilliant. So if you think about a teacup and a saucer, Mm. from the saucer, Girl, I tell people all the time, I was like, you have to fill yourself up where you are overflowing and you give from your overflow. Exactly. Like that's the part that you give from is the overflow so that your cup is always full. (laughs) Always full. Yes. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. All right. So what's next for you? What's coming up for you? Uh, so we're currently working on, so executive producing, um, a film. So super excited about that. We'll be glad to like share details when that's available to do, um, this weekend, speaking at a well, a global wellness summit. So, you know, hopefully everybody who has the opportunity to come and join us for that or get the replay of that information. Um, and then also have a show that I'm working on that I will not only be executive producing, but also hosting. So yay. 
I'm really excited about being able to share about those upcoming projects. Um, not only because everybody's like, oh, you know, let's forget the rest of the year and like, let's just get ready for 2024. I'm like, no, we still have time right here in this year to make it the best year possible. You use every moment that you have breath to breathe life into your life and into the things that you want to bring into this world. And so I'm excited for the rest of this year and going into the new year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. No wasted moments. No wasted moments. Mm, so, mm, mm, mm. so Kabbalah, how do people find you? How do they get, you stay in the loop with all these projects you're working on? How do they get your books? Tell me the things. Absolutely. So um, I am huge on social media. So you can follow me on Instagram at Havilah Malone. That's H-A-V-I-L-A-H-M-A-L-O-N-E. And I'm on all social media platforms, um, including LinkedIn and all that good stuff at Havilah Malone. Uh, and then you can also always uh, email me at ask at Malone.com. So yes. And then the books are available on Amazon, of course, and then um, everywhere where books are sold. Beautiful. And as I heard at the Now Honors, if someone can Google you, then you've made it. And I'll bet you we can Google you. Yeah, I didn't make it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for this conversation today. Obviously, I'm going to have to have you back on the show again, um, because you and I, we could just go on for days. So... <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your heart with my audience. For all of you who are listening out there, no excuses and be proof of what's possible. Mm. And Havala, do you have any last words of wisdom to share? Mm. You came here with everything that you needed already within you. Don't let anybody tell you different. You got this. Thank you so much, Abel. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you for catching another episode of the Life at Full Blast podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here, that you are part of this community. And if it resonates with you, please review, subscribe, share anything that you do to move this podcast out into the world to support humanity helps. And if you are ready to choose that most extraordinary life, visit my website, cindyvanonham.com. But above all else, no matter what you choose to do, remember, I love you, I believe in you, and I see your power. See you next week.